This is Jam Nation with Jonesy and Amanda. Our next guest is one of Australia's most famous expats, Jim Jeffries. He says whatever he wants and people love him for it. His unapologetic social commentary has won him millions of fans across the globe. He's one of the highest selling comedians on the planet. And fans who missed out on tickets to his previous sold out Airmore shows last June are in luck because he's back. Mm. Joins us now. Hello, Jim. Hello. How are you guys? We're great, We're really mate. well. When you come to Australia, I know you live in the States, how much do you have to change your material? Obviously, the gun stuff that's made you so famous in the States, you don't necessarily do that here. But are we very different audiences? Oh, <laughs> uh, no, no. It's pretty much the same. I, I, I always have a few routines that are about growing up in Australia or being Australian that the Americans don't get that I enjoy rattling out when I get to Australia. But... This is, this is um, a show that I, I was working on over COVID, and uh, I'm going to record it as a special in about two weeks, and I don't think it'll be out on Netflix until the new year sometime. So I, I was coming over for Christmas and I and, and New Year's, and I, I said, oh, I'll do one show, and that sold out real quick, so we, we added another one on. So I'm, I'm, I'm quite uh, humbled. And I just love the way you tell a story. It could be anything about the time you were hanging out with Axel Rose, which was one of my favourite stories. <laughs> then you were talking about it. Was it possibly Axel Rose or a middle-aged woman? <laughs> oh no, no, it, it was one hundred percent Axel Rose. Uh, it was yeah. I was on a whole. I'd taken a whole lot of mushrooms in Vegas after my show, and then uh, Axel Rose asked me to come in to meet him, and it turned out that he been in the audience of my gig and I've been slagging him off saying how late he is for concerts all the time. <laughs> not knowing he was in not knowing he was in the room. And he was like, Hey, I just wanna tell you that being overstated how how late I am for concerts and I was on so many mushrooms. He just looked like he looked like the cowardly lion from the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> and I just couldn't <laughs> I just stood up and I went, oh, well, thank you so much for having me, Mr. Rose. I really appreciate it. And I went, can I have a photo? And his security was like, he doesn't take photos. And then out of nowhere, he said he would. So I've got a photo of me pretty mashed up with that. <laughs> because apparently, isn't the bandana has that fake hair attached to it, I think? Oh, I'm never going to get into a man for bloody years trying to look like he has hair. He's having a go. <laughs> I, I, I'm... I'm I'm someone who's bloody had a transplant. I take Patricia every day. I can't take it every day. Yeah, I can't take it every day. I have to take it every four days. If I take it every day, my my penis doesn't work. Right, so I have two options in life: either I can have hair, or I can't have sex with anyone, or I'm bald and no one wants to have sex. With me. It's <laughs> quite the dilemma. The idea that we tease actual writers for wearing a wig, but mm. we've called jaded Pinkett Smith. Brave. Like, when has one bald man been called brave in a situation? We just get mocked and teased. You know what I mean? Like, how, how, do, how do we live in a society where, where women are allowed to wear wigs over their full heads of hair and they're just having a bit of fun? But if a bald man wears a wig, he's a loser. I've just, um, I, was look, I was looking at the news. America's just had its 40th shooting for the week. And last week it was, uh, so we're in, uh, we're in the 43rd week of the year. So it's one a week. That's one a week. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. They're, uh, they're, they're very common now. I, I'm not going to tell you as a parent that I don't worry about it all the time. But, you know, the sad thing is because of that gun control routine that I did, mm. if I wake up in the morning and I'm trending on Twitter, 
I go, oh, there must have been a shooting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 not uh, it's, it's not a fun thing. No. And now they're starting to have like people ringing in. Like when we were a kid, remember when you, you wanted to do an exam, and then one kid would ring in a bomb scare, and you'd be like, brilliant, I get an extra day to study. Mm. You know, thank you, whoever did that. Right. Over here, they're ringing in the school shootings now, so it's terrifying. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a scary ass. And, and and one of your routines, I, I just like the way that you compare our constitution to the American constitution because I would never know what's in our constitution. I don't know where it is. Is it written on a bit of paper? Yeah. Like, I, have, has anyone, like, is there is there some parchment paper, like some old school sort of treasure map looking paper with it written on? Because I've never seen it. Have you ever seen it? Never no. seen it. I, I wasn't even aware we had one, to be honest. What's written on it? I wouldn't know. The, the, the most I learned about the Australian Constitution was from the movie The Castle, because they mentioned it a few times. Mm. That's about, that's as far <laughs> as I've gone. Can I ask you what it's like being on the road these days? I mean, do you take mushrooms after every show or have you moved to sort of turmeric tea? What no, kind of traveller are you now? I've, uh, I've, I've, been, I've been sober now for 18 months. Um... Uh, from alcohol, so I live in California, mm. uh, so I've taken up weed, and that's changed my life. So what I do is I take a, I take an edible, a store-bought edible after I get off stage, and that just chills me out, man. No more antidepressants, no more nothing. Weed's the greatest thing to ever come into me life. Mm. Like, they, they call it California sober. Uh, I like to call it high and dry. <laughs> mm. So, Because with drinking, in America's attitude to drinking and Australians' attitude to drinking are two different things. In America, you know, I'd be considered an alcoholic. And a little bit here too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Americans, Americans, you go into a comedy club and uh, they have on the table, they, they have a little sign on the table that says two drink minimum. Everyone has to buy two drinks, like when they get in the comedy club, you know, otherwise you can't sit there. Yeah. Two drink minimum. Could you imagine how insulting that would be to an Australian <laughs> if you walked into a bar and they said, two drink minimum, you'd go, but I'm allowed more, right? It's <laughs> not the maximum as well. Is it? <laughs> also, when I, when I first moved to America, I, I you know, I, I, I'd go in the bars and I'd try to be responsible, so I'd go, I'll have a light beer, thanks. And I was drinking about you know, five or six, seven light beers, and then I was driving home thinking I was a good person, and only to find out that light beers in America mean low carb. Exactly <laughs> the same amount of alcohol. What a learning curve yeah, you. For kept you. your figure, though, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I look great. You look great. Good hair, good Car figure. Carbs around a tree, but yeah. geez, you look good. Uh, <laughs> Jim, it's always great. We just love you. We love c- catching up with you. It's always a treat to have you on our show. Tickets to see Jim Jeffries available now at FrontierTouring.com. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. Anytime you want me, I'll, I'll be on.